Parker Speed. I'm Gene Lance and the beautiful redhead. Bonnie Mathias. Good morning, everyone. The Worker's Beat is all about things from the point of view of working families. You know, and we like to talk about things that are coming up to do. News you can use. Today at 11 o'clock, there is a rally to support the passage of the Budget Reconciliation Bill. That's the big bill. That's the big one. 3.5. Yes. Supposedly... In committee, trying to get it ready today. Yep, yep. But they're having trouble trying to get it passed. This would be the most monumental uh, working people's legislation yep. since the 1930s. Yep, this and is this is like the big deal. The rally starts at Dallas City Hall at 11 o'clock today. Cool. All right. On September the 28th is National Voter Registration Day. Yay. There are activities all over the country. Yes. There are several in North Dallas. Uh, North, North Texas. Texas. Yeah. Uh, they actually there were some yesterday, and uh, on Tuesday at 4:30, the Alliance for Retired Americans will be out on the street in front of the Dallas West Library, 2332 Singleton Boulevard, and we'll be trying to get people to go inside because they're going to be registering voters in the community center. Excellent. Which is right behind the library. Well, and I encourage people to look at DallasDemocrats.org. There are many events there where you can volunteer or you can go and uh, and update your registration or get, get registered to vote. Or you can just help somebody else do it. Yes. Especially if you're a DVR. What's VDR. That? That's VDR. a uh, vote. Voter, Voter Deputy, Deputy Registrar. Registrar. VDR. Okay. October the 1st is International Senior Citizens Day. What? Be nice to seniors. October <laughs> the 2nd is several several actions in Metroplex Dallas reproductive rights. Yeah. There will be a march at 1 o'clock on October the 2nd for Dallas Reproductive Liberation at Main Street Gardens, 1902 Main in Dallas. That's that park kind of on the north end of, of uh, Main Street. Yeah, of Main Street. Okay. Yeah. On October the 2nd at 11.30 a.m., March to Defend Abortion Access at Tarrant County Courthouse, okay. 100 East Weatherford in Fort Worth. October the 4th is the last day to register to vote for the November second election. That's right. That's and right. And if you've got more stuff that people should know about, call us at 972-647-1893. I know we're going to get a call from Denton because the people that are standing up for buses and yeah. bus riders yeah, and bus right. employees, uh, transportation employees are, are on the warpath up there. They've got some important stuff to share. Major Mayor Johnson has noted mm. that Texas celebrates Confederate Heroes Day on the day after Martin Luther King's birthday. Yeah. And he said, quote, which is crazy. And that was in the no Dallas kidding. Morning News. I thought that was I thought that was Well, he was good. in the legislature for quite a few years. I, I know he got the plaque off of the wall. Yeah, uh, talking about the whites only on plaque. Actually I was instrumental on that. I published a picture of that years before That's and good. complained about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people contributed to bringing down the Confederate statues yes. and stuff. Yes. And uh, it's working now, It's but it's taken years and years and years. And we should shout out to Lee Alcorn of Grand Prairie because he was the first one I heard raising That's heck right. about it. That's right. And, uh, yeah. and it was the one that made, made me realize that it was possible to take those those, those And people have literally died down. over those. I mean, let's think about uh, uh, Heather, uh, I can't even think of her last name right now, that was killed in Charlottesville, yeah. Virginia, over, over uh, the man was up angry. They were demonstrating. They were demonstrating, mm-hmm. peaceful demonstration, I might add, uh, against the Confederate statues mm-hmm. and... Uh, a crazy one of the the crazy guys drove his car right into a white supremacist Uh drove his car in there and killed her there was a headline in the Washington Post I'm trying to find it in my notes there was a headline in the Washington Post saying white supremacy uh, gets a big victory in North Texas uh, because they're trying to fire this principal well actually they're saying they're going to fire him they're going to discontinue his employment Mm. over over the idea they're saying that he uh, taught uh, critical, critical race, race theory. theory. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think he talked about. Here's his opinion. This is a, an opinion piece in the in the Washington Post, national wow. newspaper, biggest newspaper in America. Wow. A win for white power in school board meeting in Grapevine, Texas. And then the Dallas Morning News said that the Grapevine Colleyville, Colleyville 
Independent School District has started a process to get rid of a black principal accused of teaching critical race theory. And I want to say something else on racial relations, by the way. Did you see that Reverend Frederick Haynes III of Dallas went to Del Rio? And stood toe-to-toe with white supremacists. I am so proud. I am so proud to know him. I thought the article would say something about it, but it really did have a picture. Yeah, it had a great picture. He was standing there toe-to-toe with a white supremacist, uh, you know, just telling him this is how it is. I mean, we're here for these people. You're not here for these people. Well, I'd like to get him on this program sometime. Oh, my God, that would be awesome. He is, he is so good. And it's not just that he's the best speaker in the county, which he is, but but also he, he, he puts himself out there. He speaks truth to power. He mm-hmm. doesn't fool around. Um, I absolutely, I, I just think he's an incredible human being. Uh, he has a, a fabulous staff at Friendship West. Um, I'm privileged to serve on, on SSR, the Southern Sector Rising Board, with a couple of folks uh, from Friendship West, a couple of uh, uh, pastors. I mean, they're in, they're in yeah. the environmental movement too. Yes, absolutely. Pastor Haynes has come and 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 spoke at uh, uh, several events around uh, the Shingle Mountain and the removal of same. Uh, and I'm sure he'll have he'll he'll continue to support us because now we're working on getting a park where you Shingle are. Mountain was. Mm-hmm. We have to get the land remediated. So that's uh, something we're working, you know, well, we're pushing the city, pushing the city. And how city. can people help on that, Bonnie? You can go to Southern Sector Rising uh, Facebook page and that check it out. That's where all the information is. And there'll be more actions. Yes. The Dallas police officials have quietly closed their investigation into the officer who fired pepper balls into the chest of a Black Lives Matter protester and then arrested the photographer who captured the shooting. The Dallas Morning News has run several articles about this policeman and about the fact that the the police have just uh, decided to just look the other way. A... Oh, let me just say, if you'd like to call and tell us what you think, give us a call at 972-647-1893. I actually think there may be a caller now. I don't know. I'm waiting. All right. (laughs) The number is 972-647-1893. The AFL-CO does not believe that deporting Haitians is a good response to the immigration crisis. They write, we call for an immediate end to the forced return of asylum seekers to harm's way, and we call for robust humanitarian aid to provide food and shelter to the Haitian people and support union efforts to rebuild their country. Well, the, front, the front page says they're all gone. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Bonnie. Hi. Good morning. I'm so excited. Sometimes it kills me to death on, on, on Saturday when I see it. I'm not going to answer this phone. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know how the power works, and I want to let everybody know. Are you over here? They're here to Dr. Henry Clark. Go ahead. You ever heard Dr. Henry Clark? No, but tell yeah. us about it. Read his book, Gene. You're a historian. <clears throat> Once the poor, the poor, all races of people, the poor, realize what the Civil War was all about, that's what the governor wants, another Civil War. You think? And if they understand it was about poverty, that's why Dr. King got killed. It was mm-hmm. about poverty. It was about <clears throat> the rich, <clears throat> the poor white people, <clears throat> excuse me, and the poor black people. Mm-hmm. The North was trying to take the, you know, it's like you come over here and take my lawnmower. You know, and we was a lawnmower there. And mm-hmm. what happened is that the North was who brought the slaves in. <clears throat> well, this, um, they did the, the North brought the slaves in, right? And they come from New York and places so in Virginia and 13 colonies. They, they sold the, the property, which was us, down to the North. I mean, down south. Being made off, they, they got rich. No, the South was in the cotton money, the tobacco money, and all that money up there. They wanted to take the tools and let them free. And mm-hmm. a lot of people said, no, you can either sell them or now you won't let it free. And that's what the wall started about. And that's why I'm fighting they're going to they gonna take this station out, out of here because once my people learned the lack of knowledge is what's killing us. Mm-hmm. People, we are dying from the lack of knowledge. What the Bible says is that knowledge wisdom and understanding. Yeah, but they're not taking K N O N down. We are we are fighting back yep, strong. That's right. 
And we appreciate your call, and everybody else can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. Thank you. Thanks for calling. You can call us at 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning, G and Bonnie. This is Hi. Josh. Hi, Josh. How are you? All right. Thank you. We're very... We're very busy up here, and uh, thanks, uh, thanks for letting me call in with a, an update on our our campaign here to stop the uh, cuts to the bus system. This is the campaign in Denton. Off. That's right, up in mm-hmm. Denton, and we've got a, a campaign to stop uh, DCTA, which is the Transportation Authority up here. Mm-hmm. They're trying to cut the bus routes and lay off the uh, the bus drivers who are in uh, uh, Amalgamated Transit Union, local 1338. What? So they're trying to bust up the union by cutting the bus routes, bus system, and privatizing the whole system. Oh, no. And turning it all over into basically these rides and minivans that you've got to, you've got to use a phone to book a ride. Nothing, nothing good comes for working people from privatization. Every time they privatize something, it's because somebody wants to make a profit off of it. And it's not to help uh, with service, to make things any better for people. No, in fact, what, what's happening up here, yeah, people who, who don't have, you don't have a phone or you don't have minutes or something like that, you just, you're left out of being able to, to get anywhere using public transportation. Um, and the, the cost is going to go up to it. The company that they're trying to hire to do this is called VIA, V-I-A. And they run, um, they've got the contract to do this uh, minivan system down there in Arlington. Mm. Well, there the rides cost between 3 and $5 for one way. What? And um, Arlington City Council, just in the last couple of weeks, met and talked about ways. They realized people are getting left out of it, and they're trying to figure out ways to, to um, lower the price. Unfortunately, that means trying to, trying to put more public money into it into this private corporation, right? So we're... We're trying to we're trying to keep what we're doing is basically a solidarity action, right? Workers helping other workers, right? Trying to keep our uh, fellow workers and in, in the, uh, the bus drivers keep them employed, right? And they're fighting with alongside us, right? Our, our committee is full of um, uh, bus drivers, and, and um, we also got people from Teamsters. We've got uh, my union, the Texas State Employees Union. So we're we're interested in, in fighting for workers' rights, but also for the broader community. Uh, mm-hmm. And, how how and can so people help? Is there a website or something? There is. We, we're on uh, social media. I've, I've got, in a minute, I'll get something kind of real particular we need help with right right now. But in general, if you want to see what we're, what we're doing, it's, um, the group is called No Bus Cuts Denton. Uh-huh. And we're on uh, both Facebook and Twitter. I see. No, no Bus Cuts, Cuts Denton, and you get on that and you, you can see how you can help, right? That's right. And, and a more immediate need... And, the main reason I'm calling right now, um, I think um, hopefully you'll hear from some other people from our uh, campaign today, but I'm not sure if that will happen or not. But let me, what we're, what we're working on right now is we've called on the city council of Denton to remove immediately um, their representatives on the DCTA, the Transportation Authority mm-hmm. Board of Directors. <laughs> I see. He's the former mayor. He's the former mayor of Denton. His name is Chris Watts. Mm-hmm. Which people up in Denton will certainly know. He's been kind of a major figure in Denton politics for seven, eight years. Yeah, um, people that serve on those boards are supposed to represent the people. Yeah, but you're saying that That's he hasn't right. done that, right? That's it exactly. Yeah, he's he's supposed to do what city council tells him to do as their appointee to the board. Well, city council um, a couple months ago passed a resolution. Right, it's not just a recommendation, a resolution that the bus routes should run for at least six months. Um, that the uh, any kind of workers who are doing any driving for DCTA should be uh, unionized and some other provisions, and he ignored those. He mm. ignored those uh, as the appointee of, of then city council. Oh. So we're calling for his immediate removal, and we need people's help to, 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 to convince uh, city council members. They, they shouldn't need to be convinced at all. He didn't do what they mm-hmm. told him to do. So we go to No Bus Cuts Denton. On uh, exactly. Facebook or or Twitter, huh? And and Twitter, and also here's a number we can call. Oh, got a number. Especially if you yeah, if you live in Denton, you know somebody who lives in Denton, and you want to help um, the bus drivers and 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 really, you know, anyone who's experiencing financial difficulties under this new system, you're not going to be able to use public transportation. 
There just won't be anything at all. Um, Council member Paul Meltzer is one of the at-large uh, councillors, representatives. So he, he represents one of the people who represents all of, all of uh, Denton, and uh, he's part of the process for putting items on the agenda. So we want to really let him hear from us. What's the his number? number is n- his number is 940-220-2027. 940-220-2022. That's it. Not okay. 2027. The last four numbers. It's 2027. That's right. All right. So it's 940-220-2027. Exactly. Okay. And Thanks. So we want to let we want to let council member Meltzer know that we want the immediate removal of Den City Council's appointee to the Den County Transportation Authority, Chris Watts. All right, let me give that number one more time, then we have to take a break. It's 940-220-2027. Help the uh, no bus cuts Denton. Thank you very much, Joshua. Have to take a break. We're back on the workers' beat. I'm Gene Lance and Bonnie Mathias is over there. 972-647-1893. Want to shout out to everybody whose birthday is today because it's exactly nine months after Christmas. And so there's an awful lot of people so with the birthdays. Well, it's cold. And uh, a special thanks to those who saw my little birthday announcement on Facebook and contributed money to K-N-O-N. You can do that, that on Facebook. Yes, you can. Yeah, we're, we're actually drawing in a few bucks for K-N-O-N because of my birthday, which is a cool thing. Yes, yes. A yes. lot of stuff is going on, and some of it is not bad. For the first time on KNWN, we're going to announce good news. <laughs> what? We, we, we have been accused of being the darkest hour on radio because so we much of the news for working that. people is bad. Yep. But the bill being considered in Congress right now creates mm-hmm. monetary penalties for employers who violate workers' right to organize. What? Yeah. You mean like like labor law that's in our favor? Yeah, it would do that. <gasps> It taxes credits for using domestic supply chains, which would be uh, for working people. It reduces prescription drug costs, although some of the Democrats are holding that up. Promotes high-speed rail and other carbon-reducing infrastructure. It supports 3.2 million jobs annually, and those are not bad jobs either. No, those are good jobs. A lot of times people say, we create jobs, but they're creating no-pay jobs. They're not creating pay. This includes 1.1 million in the care industry, which is critical right now. It provides two years of free community college. So everybody could go to go on to their 13th and 14th year of school yep, for free. For free. 12 weeks of universal paid leave. I think that's sick leave. And it also promotes more affordable housing. And they're considering it today. It's uh, as a chance to could pass through Congress, and we're hoping that it will. And we have a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Dean and Bonnie. Oh, good morning. Go ahead. Uh, I heard you talking about my church, uh, Friendship West. Oh, yeah. Uh, Congratulations for your church. We might have mentioned that. (laughs) Yes. Maybe I can uh, put in a good word for you and see if uh, Dr. Haynes will come on your show. That would be great. And I heard you talking about that, so maybe I'll see if I can... If they'll, if, they'll, if they'll talk to me, you know. So we'll see. But, That'd be great. And, and I'm going to kind of go in the back door with uh, Pastor Danielle and Stacy. So <laughs> but between us, maybe we, we can we do, do it. Up. Yes, yes. Uh, 
You, yeah. Tell us about tell us about Friendship West. You you feel like Friendship West is really responding to the community and doing good things for people. Well, they always do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know, I've been going there since 2010. Uh-huh. So, do you do you agree with me that uh, Reverend Haynes is the best speaker in Dallas County? Uh, without without a doubt, uh, he's uh, he's the most prolific orator. He's what they call a silver tongue orator. Uh-huh. And so yeah. he does that. Uh, you know, he's that's that's his that's his uh, that's his game. That's his. That's his. That's his theme. That's what he does. And so uh, I've even seen people who didn't agree with him. Once they listened at him, they start they start clapping for him. Is that right? Uh, yes, because uh, you know I remember uh, Dale Hansen was out there. He's been there a couple of times. And uh, at first he kind of had one expression on his face, but after he sat there and listened to Dr. Haynes go all the way through his sermon, he was standing up clapping just like everybody else. So uh, you know Dr. Haynes is fantastic in what yeah. he does. And he's been doing it for years, and he's consistent with it. He starts; he he helps from the bottom to the top. So he's he's a great person. You're right. But, You're uh, right. Thanks. Yeah, but you know, uh, the thing, the term "Black Lives Matter" is really coming to the forefront of what you see on TV. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From the Haitians to the black people that are missing that don't get any publicity on the national news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, You're uh, so right. Black Lives Matter across the board so uh, black people have to keep saying that because we keep seeing evidence that black lives don't matter that's right and so and especially if you're poor Mm -hmm. if you're poor and black they really don't matter oh well yeah (laughs) I mean yeah I mean it's true it's true yeah so uh but uh, you know, you guys keep doing what you're doing Thank because you. you show that there's another side of America that maybe we don't get to see enough. We don't see as much as we see the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. We don't see that <laughs> as the anti-race, as uh, uh, Abraham Mace Kennedy calls them, anti-race. <laughs> we need to see more of them yep. showing up at places like the border and places like that to show that you know. Oh, wait a minute, not all uh, white people are, are anti-black. Mm-hmm. So, you know that's what that's what we need. Some of these churches, these uh, evangelical churches, are supposed to be Jesus and, Jesus and God and what all that stands for. We need some of them to say this ain't right to put horses on people. That's right. And that's right. This ain't right to you know use all these hundreds of thousands of people that are, uh, you know come from Guatemala and Honduras and all that. They didn't put horses on them. No. And they left them in the country. And you know, a handful, relatively speaking, huh? I, I'm just, I'm, I'm so appalled at the, uh, at the actions of those border patrol guards. Uh, it, they should be severely disciplined. Uh, you know, dude, are oh, you serious? I don't think they were acting on their own. Do you? I mean, I think they were ordered to do what they did. Of course they were, because, mm-hmm. well, I don't know. You know, you got some cowboys down there that are out there doing their own thing. Maybe uh, so, but I don't, I don't think that was it, because there were several of them. <laughs> I think that's what they were ordered to do. And uh, and so somebody <sighs> somebody higher up was responsible. What do you think, brother? Well, you know, the governor, when you talk about what the state did, mm-hmm. uh, they had state patrol vehicles lined up one next to each other all the way down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I didn't see that when the when the when the when the uh, Central American migrants were surging month after month after month after month after month. Mm-hmm. I didn't see them treated like that. No. It's this mm-hmm. double standard that black people have to uh, 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 deal with, even though we built the country and we've never done anything against America. We've always done some stuff for America. Serve in the armed forces. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right. We've all, right, and, mm-hmm. and, and yet we still get mistreated, even though America has people with hundreds of billions of dollars and a five trillion dollar budget. It's just, I mean, if we don't say anything, it seems like this stuff is going to continue. And unfortunately, when we say something, some people get mad at us for not wanting to see us mistreated. But you're (laughs) speaking up. You're speaking up. And uh, as you said, uh, your church and Reverend Haynes are speaking up. And those are good things, right? Absolutely. You're not intimidated. I, mean, I, 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 I hate to see what would happen if we didn't speak up. Good for you. Nobody right. ever spoke up. Good right. for you. 
what would really happen. All right. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks for calling. 972-647-1893 is the number, and we love it when you call. The station yes. just loves it when you call. We do. North Texas is now the fourth largest metropolitan area in the United States. Guess what else it is? What else? It's in the top 10 for deportations. How about that? <laughs> it is also the third most, has the third most Fortune 500 companies. The most company, the big companies that come here, they come here because uh, Texas mistreats its workers. Yeah. And, uh, and gets away with it. And they so like the that. Heck, man? They like that. Yeah, that's great. So when they brag <laughs> about having more, uh, more big corporations move here, just ask yourself, is that a good thing for working people, or is that does that, that indicate something else? The Dallas County Commissioners have voted for a 3.3% raise for county employees. Yay. Let's celebrate. Yes. That's, it's a lot better than getting a sharp stick stuck in your eye. I would think. It wasn't as much as inflation. I think inflation no. was like 5.5% for the year. So 3.3% raise is still sliding behind. Yeah. But it's a lot better than nothing, so <laughs> thanks yeah. for that. Yeah. The city of Dallas proposed budget calls for their minimum wage for full and part-time seasonal and temporary city employees is supposed to increase to $15.50 an hour next fiscal year and $16 an hour the following one, and that is up from $14. They will also offer six weeks of paid parental leave to full-time city employees starting in January. So if you have a baby, you get to raise it for at least six weeks. You know, it's just, I almost I almost feel like they're coming into the 21st century. Well, it's better than it was. It's still not anywhere no, nearly. it's not close. It's not it's, what they have in Sweden, you know, or some better, of the countries where they care about working people. I mean, they, there's but, McDonald's in this country that starts their employees at $18 an hour. Is that right? Because they understand these are not high school kids mm -hmm. looking for a part-time job. These are people trying to feed their families. Mm -hmm. uh, and there is not a worker shortage. I'm going to say that again. There is not a worker shortage. There's a pay shortage. There's a pay shortage. Mm -hmm. If you can't go to work, and if you go to work and you can't pay daycare and rent and babysitter and whatever else, uh, food, then what is the point of going to work? All right. And Dallas City employees are supposed to get three new paid holidays. That's right. And this... This is also something good, something to celebrate. Yes. They're supposed to get paid holidays for Juneteenth at last. At last. Dallas City employees. I think this is probably full-time city employees. And they're going to get Veterans Day. And then this is an interesting one here. They're going to get Indigenous People's Day. Which is... What is Indigenous People's Day? Well, it buddy? used to be known as Columbus Day. Yeah, and Columbus. And Columbus was, a, was enslaved. A, God, people. he was a horrible person. He God came here and enslaved people yeah. until they died. Yeah, there were all and, these. There were all these natives called Caribs. There was a whole bunch of people named Caribs in the Caribbean, mm -hmm. and they're not there anymore because Columbus came and enslaved them until they died. Yeah, and uh, so and ever since then, everybody been celebrating Columbus Day, but not in Dallas. That's right. And it's I think Fort Worth was way days. ahead of us on I this. I think so too. I think they yeah. called it Dia de la Raza. Oh yeah, uh, maybe. And yeah. Some time ago, they changed it to Dia de la Raza. And that means a uh, day of the people. Of the people. And right. uh, mm -hmm. Indigenous People's Day will now be a paid holiday for That's awesome. city workers. And that means the other bosses in this area ought to pay attention and start giving everybody a bigger deal. The Christmas hiring boom is on. Oh, my god! Hundreds of thousands of jobs are available for people who just want to work through Christmas. Right, and, right. Uh, and there's some more good news. Raytheon Aerospace is going to build a new factory in McKinney with 500 jobs. Wow. And the aerospace unions, which of which I am one, yeah. should start paying attention. They need to organize that new aerospace factory in McKinney. Right away. Southwest Airlines announced that they will hire 5,000 people this year and 8,000 next year. What does all this mean? It means if, if people are looking for employees... That means you could quit your job and get a better one. Or, or instead, you could make the job you have a good one by organizing. Yeah. Organize the job you have and have a good job 
with some seniority and, and you, you know, and stay where you are. Yeah, wouldn't that be better? The only good jobs are the ones that are organized. Yeah. The the yeah. ones that get a little bit better just in just just when times are tight, you know, they'll pay a little bit more because because they're having a little bit of trouble finding people yeah. or something. Well, in, but you, uh, if you really want a good job over the years, you have to organize. And some of the union contracts actually do uh, uh, include prevailing wage uh, uh, clauses. Yeah. Uh, for instance, during the oil boom uh, in West Texas and Midland, Odessa, that area out there. Uh, it was nearly impossible for AT&T to hire technicians because mm-hmm. they didn't pay as much as the oil field did. Because the oil was oil people right. were getting those jobs, but those so, were temporarily and temporarily right. good. And the guy, and you know, finally AT&T had to they had to up their standard of of pay in mm-hmm. those areas to be able to hire quality folks. Now a lot of people don't organize because they don't know how. And I would ask you to just get in touch with me, genelance19 at gmail.com. I can't organize you, but I know who can. genelance19 at gmail.com. 19 is a number. Gene Lance is spelled G-E-N-E-L-A-N-T-Z. That's a tango Zulu. genelance19 at gmail.com. Get in touch with me. I'll help you find an organizer, a professional organizer that knows how to get by all the laws and everything, keep you from getting fired. Do not try to organize a union where you are without a professional organizer. Don't even try it because the government is against you and they have they have fixed it up so the company can find out who you are and they and take years to stall on the process while they find the yeah. union people and fire them <laughs> for having their shoelaces tied the wrong way or something like that. Right. Oh, your belt's on backwards. Oh, what? Your belt's what? on backwards, you're fired. Yeah. You're missing a button, you're fired. It's not because you were a union organizer because <laughs> oh. it's illegal to fire you for union That's for right. union organizers. That's right. But it's, they always find something they, else. They go weasel their little way around. Oh, uh, they were firing blue-eyed people today and they were going to fire brown-eyed people. So, so don't try to organize a union by yourself. Get in touch with somebody that knows how to do it. Get a professional organizer. Get in touch with me, genelance19 at gmail.com, and I will help you find a professional organizer. Because you need that. Don't just go out there thinking you can do it by yourself. Now, voter rights took a big hit from the legislature, and I think they're probably going to pass some more stuff. Uh, against the right to vote in Texas. It's uh, it's outrageous, and everybody knows it's outrageous. We will make them pay in the next election, but for the time being, I don't want anybody to get discouraged because especially today, I realize how much things have changed over the last decades because what they've done in the legislature is set us back in time. Mm-hmm. They're trying right. to get all the way back to Jim Crow. But Jim Crow was largely defeated beginning in 1954 with the Montgomery bus boycott. Okay. So if you go back before 1954, things were really bad. African-American people in Texas, for example, didn't really have the right to vote. There were some hoops they could jump through, and a few people did manage to vote. But in in general, they couldn't. And uh, because of the white primaries... And because of the poll taxes. The Dallas Citizens Council. The thing I want people to realize is that we fought back from that. Yes, we did. And things in those days before 1954 were much worse than they are now. Much worse than the Texas legislature has been able to make it so far. <laughs> so far. So so don't get discouraged. No. We got what we got by fighting. We will get what we need in the future by, by fighting, fighting and organizing. Yeah, you can't stop. Mm-hmm. We got to take a break, so we'll be right back. Call and us call us, 972-647-1893. 
972-647-1893 and Bonnie Matthias is right here with yes. plenty to say, right plenty Bonnie? To say. I always have something to say. You want to you make another plug for your environmental group? Well, you know, Southern Sector Rising, uh, That's uh, you can look us up on Facebook and follow us. Uh, you know, folks, I have to say that this group formed a very short time ago uh, and has transformed the area around uh, Marsha Jackson's home and in the area called Floral Farms. Uh, I am so honored to be associated with that group because they are, and Downwinders at Risk is led by some of the most incredible women I have ever met in my life. Uh, Evelyn Mayo is brilliant. Uh, uh, Jennifer Rahel is uh, from uh, Inclusive Communities. Uh, You know, it's just, environmental racism is a thing. And we have a resolution that we're going to be putting in in front of the council Mm. uh, to vote on. Let's talk about the pandemic for a minute because it's so so bad, but it's so pervasive that we tend to not notice it. I know. It's been going on so long. Don't stop noticing the pandemic, brothers and sisters, because hospitals are beginning to ration health care. In other words, you might need something and you ain't going to get it because uh, because they run out of facilities, they run out of workers, they run out of beds. And uh, so it's it's very, very, very serious. Get the shot if you can. So if you wear your mask when you need to. Just think about this. If you or someone you love is involved in a massive car accident Mm -hmm. and they need medical care, but the hospital's full Mm -hmm. of people with COVID because they chose not to get the shot. You know, we talked about this this morning about insurance companies, what insurance companies are doing. Yeah, they're they're they are no longer letting you out of your copay and stuff because of COVID. Yeah, they have decided. Well, no, we're going to go ahead and charge them. Yeah, and the and actually the pandemic is just as bad now as it was last January. Yeah, we're back at our peak. And Not- if, ten months ago, we were right where we are today with two thousand people dying every day. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. And guess what? They are going to audit the uh, the last election in Dallas County. Mr. Trump asked them to do it, and about about a few hours later, on the same day, the <laughs> governor ordered it, and the governor controls the Secretary of State, and he's going to do the audit. There isn't even a Secretary <laughs> and of State. they don't State. even have one. We don't even have a Secretary of Well, the Deputy oh Secretary God. is serving. Is that right? While the phony election audit in Arizona admitted <laughs> that Biden won the election, the Texas Secretary of State announced an audit of 2020 election results in several counties, including Dallas. And I want to tell you what Rick Levy said. He's the president of the Texas AFL-CIO. Rick Levy said, quote, Governor Abbott's capitulation to Donald Trump's big lie is just another example of his lack of leadership, his weakness, and his pathetic pandering to right-wing Republican primary Very voters. nice. In other you words, know, he don't care what you think. He only cares right. what happens in the Republican primary. You know, because he's already got he's already got two opponents that have announced Republican mm-hmm. opponents. Uh, and he's doing this because Trump asked him to. Trump yeah, told him yeah. to. Actually, man, you got to do. Yeah, somebody I can't to. remember now who it was wrote. Congratulations to Donald Trump for taking over the governorship of Texas. I saw that letter. <laughs> you know whose name I looked for? Yours. 
972-647-1893. You don't have to hear our opinions. You can go ahead and yes. let uh, your Please. opinion be known. The special envoy to Haiti resigned because of the oh, embarrassing stuff that happened on the border with Haitian uh, uh, immigrants. So is that we already really- had one caller say that black immigrants are treated worse than, the, than yeah. brown immigrants. And, and I'm sorry. I have so here's this. what they're going to do. They're going to do something about it. Well, they're already gone. Texas congressmen are trying to impeach, impeach President Biden. <laughs> that's what? that's their idea of some something that you should be doing. Instead of, instead of dealing with the national debt and the fact that the government may shut down very soon. Yeah. This is really good. There was a really good uh, article in the Washington Post by some guy named Brian Rydell, a former aide to to Senator Rob Portman of Ohio. He said, Republicans should come forward with some policy ideas in exchange for their support to raise the debt limit. Instead, he said, they've taken a hostage, but they have not yet left a ransom note. <laughs> See, they and, do that all the time. In other words, they're not even saying we want this or that. Right. We're just not going to do it. We're, we're just, not going to play. We're not playing. And you guys can, and the whole nation can just shut Suck down. Suck it. So they took a hostage, <laughs> but they have not yet left a ransom note. So we don't even Man, know what they want. We don't even know what they want. We don't, oh my God. And I'm sorry. I get a lot of phone calls at work. Mm-hmm. A lot of phone calls. You work at the Democratic Party headquarters. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do they say when they call? Well, most of them are cranky. Uh, you know, what the hell is Joe Biden doing? Oh, they're crying, uh, complaining. What the hell is Nancy Pelosi doing? Mm-hmm. And I had to tell this lady, look, do you want to know what Nancy's doing? Call her, don't call me. <laughs> and she screamed, what's your number? I said, Google it, sister. Uh, I, I mean, come on, people, don't call me. I don't have a direct line to anybody. All right, 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling Can I Win. Hello. Hi. Good morning. This is Blackhawk. Blackhawk. Happy birthday, Blackhawk. I talked to Father Tim. He did just for teacher sister with Linda O'Malley. I talked to Father Tim. He played for it. All right. I talked to Father Tim a long time ago. Yesterday, I'm back in down that same area. Uh-huh. I talked to Father Tim a long time to stay with Sister Patricia and Sister Linda on Mallory. You you call every year on our birthday, don't you? This is my birthday, yeah, my birthday. You and my birthday, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. good for you. Congratulations. There's another guy who never gave up. I'm That's 74 right. years old, still going strong. Mm-hmm. Well, we can't claim that we did anything, can we, Blackhawk? But we can claim that we never gave up. Oh, no, back in the second we did a lot, you know, back in the and all that, this city and all that, peace marching and all that. Yeah, you and me worked against the war in Central America, if people remember <laughs> how, remember that far back. We marched, we marched, we mm-hmm. marched. Yeah, we sure did. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. You did the right thing. You know, I noticed this. I noticed this from a lot of the callers from KNON. A lot of the callers, in fact, I'd say nearly all of them, are people that are in the struggle, that are doing the right thing, Pulling right. for the human race and trying to make things better. Yep. And Al Smith is one of them. That's right. That's Thank right. you so much for calling. Thank you, sir. Call. Happy birthday. All right. Thank you. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. The postal workers, if you're worried about the postal workers' negotiations, here's what happened. The, they went past the expiration date. That was the 20th. So they said, we are stopping the clock and we are continuing to negotiate. So if you work for the post office, your negotiating team is still working. So they're still working under their current contract. Is that correct? Yeah, and I understand that this is typical. I understand yeah. that, oh, the, yeah. that the government nearly always drags their feet instead of giving them a good contract. Uh, on time as they're supposed to. I think it must be something uh, in their DNA or something Mm because, you know, AT&T does that all the time, too. Yeah. And the public employees unions, now this is is very critical, especially in Texas. Public employees unions 
nationally are seeking the ability to bargain collectively in all states. They're trying to get this from the U.S. Congress because they can't get it in the Texas legislature. Because we want the PRO Act. We want the PRO Act so that people, there's no more right to work BS. Mm -hmm. What's PRO Act? The PRO Act is to protect the right to organize. Mm -hmm. So that way, anybody, anywhere can, uh, cannot be, they don't, get intimidated by the company about organizing and they actually have the opportunity to get people together to make their work life a better place. Yeah. And and while we're talking about doing stuff, I want to remind everybody that we called out that there is a marching rally at 11 o'clock today. That's in an hour. Yes. It's uh, at, uh, let's see, where is it? Dallas City Hall. And that's for the passage of this big bill. The uh, budget reconciliation bill, but I think they call it the Build Back, Build America Better, Build Back Better. Build Back Better. Uh huh. I like it. So that's at 11 o'clock today. And then on Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. at the Dallas West Library, we will, it's not just us, us seniors, there's several organizations that got involved in this, including Good. the Dallas Peace and Justice Center. Excellent. They're going to be over there helping get people to stop in and register. Because they're registering voters at the community center, which is right behind the library. So we're going to be at the in front of the library on Singleton because that's a busy street. Yeah, busy. And uh, and we'll be trying to get people to turn in there Excellent. and get registered. And that is in the very heart of the Spanish-speaking community. Good. And there's a lot of Spanish-speaking people didn't get registered. Right. So uh, the county will be in there registering people at the community center. That's great. And we'll be trying to, trying to get people to come on in. And I will be, uh, now Tuesday is National Voter Registration Day, so mm-hmm. by all means go to DallasDemocrats.org, look and see where you might want to, if you're a VDR, we can use you. You can come and help us uh, do voter registration. There are several locations. Yeah, I, even if you're not, you could you could You can you help. help. You could come help. You can help steer people. In. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be at the uh, at 201 West Grub in mm-hmm. Mesquite on Tuesday morning from 8 to 10. So you could actually meet Bonnie Mathias. You could meet Bonnie Mathias. The beautiful redhead from KNON. <laughs> Call us at 972-647-1893. Let us know what your ideas are about Voter Registration Day. My idea is that this is part of the fight back. Yes. Now, my organization, the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, has already sued them. We're in court, but that takes time and a lot of of, uh, uh, legal maneuvering and stuff and a lot of patience. I'm impatient, so I'm hitting the streets, <laughs> and uh, and I think you should too. Absolutely, get out there and help with voter registration if you want to fight back. If you want to fight for your rights, yes. Now's the time. Now is the time. Do not wait. Mm-hmm. And you know, if people, instead of calling me, call your member of Congress. And if you don't know, Google it. Mm-hmm. Don't call me to find out who your member of com- Congress is. Look it up. You just put his name, yes, his or her put name, your, I, into the into the browser, and it'll tell you the address and the yes, phone number. Yes, of mm. course, but I don't have time to do that. You okay. can do that yourself. And please don't yell at me when I tell you I don't have Nancy Pelosi's number. but you better hurry. We're running out of time. time. We want to shout out to the Tarrant County Central Labor Council and union activists in Fort Worth because they are asking pointed questions about details of a proposed tax abatement agreement with with a company called Rivian Automotive. They plan to build a $5 billion factory in Fort Worth, and the people in the people in the labor movement want to know what kind of jobs that's going to be involved with this. Because companies come to city councils and they say, we're going to provide a bunch of jobs, give us a pile of money. Yeah. So they give them a pile of money, and then they don't deliver the jobs. Or and when they, they do, crap jobs. it turns out to be crappy jobs. Yeah. So, uh, so the good for the Tarrant County Central Labor Council and Angie and Brian and all of them over yes. there yes. that are standing up for working yes. people in Fort Worth. I'm, pr- I'm, I'm so, so proud, proud of the labor movement. Oh my gosh, I think we're just doing a fabulous job. Mm-hmm. And we it's haven't just... been helping the mine workers enough because they are still on strike. Oh it's been God. over six months. Oh. The mine workers in Alabama are, have been out, and it's been uh, uh, since May the first that the refinery workers in Beaumont have been locked out. 
The company just won't even let them come to work, even if they were standing out there starving, which they probably are. Well, it's probably and, getting uh, a little slim. And the steel workers uh, <laughs> union is standing up for them, and we are still planning to win uh, for the refinery workers in Beaumont. I just want you to know this is a fight of of, of a lifetime, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't get to just fight for a little while and get things and then give up. You have to keep fighting to hang on to what you've got. You know, you know a group that's fighting it that might surprise you is the League of Women Voters. They're saying some very strong things about what's going on in Texas. Yes, this, is a, this is something that the League of Women Voters said about the redistricting. They say it is very disappointing. Our most densely populated counties have had a record amount of growth from communities of color. But instead of drawing new opportunity districts to elect a candidate of their choice, the state has chosen to further crack and pack these voters to diminish their influence. So 95% of the population growth in Texas is so-called people of color. Black and brown. Yep. But... They are trying to figure out some way to keep them from having any power. Of and course they are. And they're redistricting, because is, which is going on right now. They're old the, white men. They're going to turn out a bunch of white men, and that's mm-hmm. going to be mighty strange since they're, they're no longer, the white people in Texas are no longer more than 50%. I think it's like hey, 40%. I know, I think it's yeah. funny. <laughs> so so uh, the redistricting is something to keep your eye on, and the only way I know to really be effective is to call, is to write to Ed Sills at TexasAFLCO.org. Yep. Ed at TexasAFLCO.org. Get on his list because he oh, tells yeah. us day by day what's going on That's and what right. we can do about it. Ed at TexasAFLCO.org. I highly recommend it. It's where yep. I get yep. my information. That's right. A sizable majority of Texans disagree with the Republican state leaders on mask mandates and critical race theory, according to a poll by the Dallas Morning News. We're running low on time. Yes, we are. So you need to call. I don't think we can take any more calls because we're running out of time. Yeah. President Liz Schuler posted congratulations to the Nabisco workers. She says they have won a fair contract that reflects the fair wages, hours, and benefits they deserve. Over the course of the strike, they made it clear there is power in a union, and we won't back down. That's right. Good contract, good snacks. Excellent. So you can go back to eating Oreos now and your other Nabisco treats. There, there were low expectations for the September rally of right-wingers in Washington, D.C., <laughs> and it turns out that their expectations were not low enough, according to the Daily Coast, because they, they hardly got anybody. Yeah. That doesn't mean that there they're was, gone. It there doesn't was actually, mean the threat is over. There was actually more press and uh, more... Onlookers. Onlookers than there were actual protesters. We have to go, Bonnie. I know. Thanks. Say goodbye. Goodbye.